0: sex and sensuality the podcast where we speak what your dirty mind thinks we are here every monday night at 9 p.m chatting about tantalizing topics that most won't dare say aloud Okay, okay, and welcome back to Sex and Sensuality, the podcast where we speak what your dirty mind thinks. And I am Miss Mika Nicole, sex educator, host of this show, therapist, and I have my two wonderful co-hosts. I have Miss Black and Miss Tavi. Black, how you doing today, girl? (laughs) I'm good, I'm good. (laughs) What you got going on over there, girl?
1: I'm actually doing the show with you and then preparing packing, trying to finish packing because I'm actually on my way out of town for the, my anniversary and New Year's.
0: Um, congratulations. Oh, congratulations. Happy
2: anniversary.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Yes, happy anniversary. Where are you going?
1: To Playa. Which one, Playa? Which one? Pl- <laughs> <laughs> playa <laughs> <to> Carmen. <laughs> Playa del Carmen, yes. Okay,
0: ma'am. Yes. Going going to to Mexico. So much fun. Oh, man. You're going to have
1: fun. 14 years on the first. I'll still be like,
0: (laughs) 14 years.
1: 14 years. Oh, my gosh. We've been together 16 years. Yes.
0: That is wonderful. That is so good. I love to see it. I love to see it. Thank you. Congratulations, Tommy, how are you? I am doing good, blessed, and highly favored. <laughs> Girl, I know that's right. So we have a good topic tonight, guys. We're talking about affairs of the heart. Tonight, I really want to dive deep into like what constitutes an affair. Um, what would you do if you found out your lover? Is cheating on you? How would you feel? A lot of people, I know a lot of people say they don't know what they'll do the, until they're in the situation. But I still kind of want to talk about it and get through that. And then how long? I mean, how long can you even hide an affair? Because you got to think about pregnancies. I mean, of <laughs> course, in Lesbran community, we don't gotta worry about that. But pregnancies, STDs, the other person telling eventually. Like mm-hmm. it's so many things to honestly think about that I feel like a people don't a per, a person doesn't think about. And then can you actually forgive your partner for an affair? And then My other question that I want to talk about tonight is, like, what happens in the case of two spouses cheating? Like, your spouse cheating with another person's
1: spouse. Mm, So, Oh,
0: Lord. So much more with that. (laughs) And so I do have a juicy topic that really flows well into this situation. It's a tragic story. Now, I know you all said that y'all try to read it and follow it. So I'm going to try to break it down to you. For you, okay? So in this story, guys, there's this gay male, well, bisexual male. He has a girlfriend, long-term girlfriend that he has kids with, Mm -hmm. right? He also has a new girl that he had started talking to, but he has two long-term male lovers as well. So it's four people (laughs) that he's cheating he's cheating on his longtime girlfriend with three people. One of the men is a man who he cheated with for a little bit. He actually met him while prostituting Mm -hmm. and he ended up sleeping with the guy for a little while, but then the guy ended up turning into like more of his mentor. They stopped having sex. He was more of his mentor. So we're going to set him to the side. Mm-hmm. then you have a long-term girlfriend with the kids they just been in this relationship for a long time she obviously loves him she lives with her they've been together then he meets this new girl and he starts dating this new girl this new girl buys him an outfit or something i think it was a new jacket well his other male lover who he's been with on a long-term basis as well notices that he got something new from someone else and he knew it wasn't a girlfriend because of course he knew about a girlfriend he knew it was somebody else he became upset he stabbed a man to death mm. basically this happened oh. in new york and it didn't happen that long ago i think it happened mm, november
1: yes in the november
0: uh, yeah and so the story was very twisted because, like you said, y'all didn't know what was going on, but I broke it down to you. And so the girl, of course, she comes to his defense and she's like the long term girlfriend. Like, please just be careful of the things that y'all speak about because we have we have kids. We don't want the mm-hmm. kids. No one of these things. These things aren't true. But the other one, the lover that we set to the side, the past lover. Kind of confirmed all of this stuff, and he was the one that's kind of telling a lot of the moving pieces of the story.
2: Hmm. Huh. Uh. Nice. What do you sounds think? messy? Very messy. <laughs> messy, messy, Mary
0: messy, August.
2: messy. Too many people. <laughs> Too
1: many people. Messy. And uh, the mess turned into, like you said, a tragedy. Someone mm-hmm. lost their lives because they were busy playing with people's hearts. And that's the thing. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're going to do something, you need to be honest about it, as open as you can be so that people don't feel like you've taken liberties upon their rights. And then this is what can end up happening in that yeah. situation. Yeah.
0: It's mm-hmm. pretty sad. You know, I don't know. I guess we can kind of go right into what would you do if you found out your are cheating, right? I don't know what I would do. I would pray that I would have a good (sighs) head on my shoulder enough to make sure I don't do anything crazy that can jeopardize my me and my little girl. Like, you know, I don't want to hurt my spouse and then also hurt the person. And then now I'm in jail and now my child has lost. Two parents, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because I've decided to go a fly off the handle. So I would pray that I would have a good head on my shoulder enough to just say, you know what, I give up. I'm take the person, go ahead and be with them. I'm getting divorced, taking my child, we're going. We can talk about child support and visitation later. And <laughs> I hope that I can do that. Be that level-headed. <laughs> I hope I could be that level-headed. That mm-hmm. would what, what be my ideal situation. I don't know.
2: What do y'all think? It's hard. It's a hard one. <laughs> I, I I mean, I'm a pretty... I mean, I've been cheated on before in past mm. relationships. So I'm pretty level-headed for the most part. I um, listen to what they have to say. Okay. Try to not understand, understand where they're coming from a little bit. I, my thing is like, if I, it's kind of like, if I find out about it, it's a worse reaction than you come to me and talk to me. Mm. Cause I would say like, honest, I I don't like lies and which I mean, cheating, you're lying. Mm -hmm. but I can handle a really bad truth versus I can handle a lie. So it's like, if I find out about it, it's just way different. Then it's like, you're coming to me, we're having a conversation, we're talking about it going through that and to see if there is a possibility of moving forward, or do we say we should go our separate ways, you know, Mm. but just don't let me find out. Like, tell me if if something does happen. So for you,
0: cheating is not an in all be all type of thing. It's like something you can, you feel like you and your partner will be able to talk through.
2: It depends on the, the partnership. It depends on the foundation that you built with each other. It depends. I have had Mm -hmm. situations, been in relationships where the person has cheated and I stayed with them. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, we end up breaking up, you know, anyway, but I have stayed and I've had situations I'm like, "Mm, no. So it kind of depends on like what was going on at the time was because I know one of the times where I did stay, I was not super present in my relationship. I was in, I was, I was young. I was in college. We were at two different colleges and I had a lot going on. So Mm -hmm. I couldn't call every day. I couldn't do, you know, the FaceTime, all the things that, you know, I was doing it. I was just really busy. And then that person said, okay, well, let me find someone who's less busy let me do whatever. Like I said, I was young and we were in college in two different States. So it was a lot of things that were kind of set up for failure, but yeah, I stayed. We like, we worked through it. It took a while to rebuild trust. And I think that was ultimately our downfall because it was too hard to rebuild it. And mm-hmm. it was like, every time it's like, you're with someone, I'm like, well, what are you doing? Why are you doing it? Who are you mm-hmm. with? And I mean, it just, it didn't make me feel good, you know, being in that situation and then they didn't feel good. So it was like, okay, let's just, you know, go our separate ways. But mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's possible that you can still maintain a partnership afterwards, but I think it just depends on the person.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back what do you say?
1: Uh, So I've been cheated on as a teenager and a young adult and as a grown adult. And what I realized is in those situations, you definitely can handle them totally different as you've matured in life, Mm -hmm. because as a teenager and young adult, I think a lot of that comes from. You know, I was dating my children's father and, you know, the teenage, like you said, just messing around, doing what he want to do and then come back. And then you I think a lot of that that push and pull is more about I want him compared to the other person. Right. You're like, no, he's mine. It's like this tug of war thing that you you're going through with this other person that they may be messing around with. But as a grown adult now, in the beginning of me and my spouse's relationship, I did end up finding out and it was Crazy way how I found out. Mm-hmm. You know, you know how they say
2: <laughs> we were we yeah, you need to pick up that wine for this one. Yeah. Oh man, I left my, my cup in the other room. <laughs> Dang it. We went
1: to a church event in California. And before we left, we got new phones. And both of the phones were totally, and I'm telling you because I remember seeing it, totally wiped clean. This is when they, you, you have to take the phone and plug it in because we didn't have the cloud and stuff now where you just automatically download it, plug it in. Everything was wiped out. Nothing was in there. Pictures gone, everything in her phone. When we get to California, the day before we're on our way back, my granddaughter was just born. And one of my friends is sitting next to me. We're at this house party the night before. And she said, girl, I want to see a picture of your granddaughter. And my phone was dead. So I said, oh, let me go get her phone. I know she had a picture. When I got the phone, I said, oh, I forgot. We just got a new phone. She said, but there." I handed her the phone. She said, but there's a picture in here. I said, there's a picture in there. I said, where? She opens the, pi- and the only picture in there was a picture of a woman that she was messing with. When I tell you there was no other pictures in that phone. Oh my. Oh. The
0: well, how, woman was, was that picture in there?
1: Because she had sent it to her.
2: Oh, and it was a new phone. So it didn't have all the other stuff. And she knew her and I'm looking, I'm like,
1: she goes, Gigi, did you see this? And I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, I could tell you that night was quite crazy because I left her ass right where she was. It was a long flight back from L.A. the next day. And. When you said you would hope to be in a place where you don't want to do anything, because, you know, my kids, when we got back, I had my kids and they were young at the time. It was hard. It was yeah. very, very hard to get through each day. I literally got back. I was so sick that I had a fever and everything for like three, four days. Oh it was so devastating to my mind, my confidence, physically, mentally, everything. Mm -hmm. And the hardest part of that was the excuses. Oh, it's not what you think. And And then on the fifth day, I get a phone call from her, the girl, to tell me that she's sorry that I found out this way. Even though my spouse at that point was like, what? It was hard. And it was like this one night. I was crying and doing stuff and and she just came in and was like, she just woke up. She was like, I don't, oh my God, what am I doing? You know, was making up excuses. Like you said, the lies is the hardest part. Mm -hmm. The way, the reason we were able to get past it was because I told her I need to know everything. I need Mm -hmm. to know that what happened would never happen again. Cause you only get one with me. And because like you said, the foundation that we had built and the time, like I, I knew her heart. Mm-hmm. And I knew there was so much stuff that she was going through. And this person, I think, took advantage of that. I'm not making excuses for myself because you still made choices every time you mm-hmm. got on the phone. Because I started digging at that point. I didn't found the phone calls. I didn't went through it all at that point <laughs> to find out. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: it was hard. I started reading books about how to get through infidelity. If you really love the person. And we went to couples counseling and a lot of conversations and intimate talks, but, and now here we are, like I said, married 14 years, together 16. And we can actually talk about this and tell people, not every time that someone has a slip up in this magnitude, does it mean that your relationship is over? Mm -hmm. Both have to be a hundred percent dedicated in making it work.
0: Yeah. 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 I do agree with you on that. And I commend you for being able to stay and make it work because I've, I've counseled numerous couples where it's been infidelity and I always tell them you don't, it doesn't mean it doesn't get the relationship right away. Mm-hmm. I don't feel mm-hmm. like it does. I do feel like everyone has their boundaries mm-hmm. and if that's what you feel, that's okay. You know, mm-hmm. if you feel like, you know, this is not something I, well, I want to forgive or and forget, I want to leave the relationship. That's fine too. But if you feel like you want to stay in the relationship in spite of the fact, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. don't feel ashamed in that, knowing that it's okay and that y'all can work through it. It can get better. Sometimes it can get so much better that it gives you a whole new relationship.
1: And that's exactly Mm -hmm. what it
0: did.
1: Yeah, it did. And I even forgave the I mean, it took me, you know, a lot of thoughts in my head of killing her jumping over the church pews and (laughs) shit but I got past that eventually maybe two years later you know that song I had to listen oh boy but anyway a lot of church singing and (laughs) praying. but I was able to actually forgive her too after she came and apologized and telling me about her life stories and yada 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 but and even today you know I actually had a, a big party here and and invited her and her new partner at the time. And people, when they know they would be like, I can't, I couldn't be you. But for years, people say, I don't know how you did that. I don't know how Mm -hmm. you're befriending to her. I'm like, because at this point in my life, I realized that we all make mistakes Mm -hmm. and you have to look past sometimes the action of a person at the time and look at the things that they've been through and gone through. There's a lot of things that we don't deal with that yeah. create the problems that we live, uh-huh. in, right? I so know, I that. saw that in her and- I
0: don't know, I'm not that type of person. I ain't <laughs> trying to, not that, I'm that. I, I ain't trying to invite you over and you be all up in my house, you know. <laughs> right. uh, uh-uh, it's been 15 years like though. It's been 15 years. <laughs> I don't care, that's just me though. Now, it took me a long time because I always say, you know, being a lesbian, I'm young. It's so different than heterosexual world, right? Mm-hmm. So lesbian land, you have to deal with the exes. Yeah. Ugh. Like my wife is friends with some of her exes. And it's like, I don't have a problem with it now. But when I first came to lesbian land, that was hard for me to accept. Because it's mm-hmm. like, I don't want to be around somebody that, you know, had sex with. And mm-hmm. I don't know what y'all thinking about in y'all head. You know, that's back <laughs> our first topic fantasizing about each other hell I don't know right so I didn't like it but I have come to be the type of person that's like I can embrace you I can embrace any of her most of her exes and and be like oh yeah we good because I know my wife I know my wife and how she thinks and how she feels she can you know love somebody but after they break up the love this of course, you know, love never really goes away like that. But after they break up, I know she doesn't want anything else. I know mm-hmm. that she's not gonna look at them in that way. And she, if she says you're a friend, she truly means that you're a friend. Mm-hmm. So I really truly believe in that. Now those type of people I can invite over and everything like that. But if I know that you are being shady, you trying to sleep with her or you done slept with her behind my back, no. Hell no. Mm-hmm. So I, mm-hmm. I can't be your friend. I just can't. It's just because mm-hmm. I feel like you always have that motive in your mm-hmm. head, and I just—it's so hard for me to trust people these days. Yeah, like it's when hard. I, this is really hard. It's mm-hmm. really really hard for me. And when I say, you know, we talk about things that you're, you know, things that you probably don't ever want to speak about. That's one of the things. Like I don't want to be all of your exes for me. Mm-hmm. Like I don't—I don't, I don't want to accept all of them, and I shouldn't have mm-hmm. to. And I'm no, you not shouldn't have some, to. I'm not going to accept somebody that you. Took as a lover of yours in our relationship, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. That's,
1: that's just a great me. topic, though. Can you be friends with your lover's exes? Well, you know what? <laughs> we'll talk about that
0: next week. I think that that's a, a great good one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, can one y'all
1: email that to me real quick? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I write it down. Okay,
0: <laughs> because I do like that topic. It's 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 hard. You know, it's yeah. hard. But moving on, have y'all ever cheated? And what made you cheat?
1: I've never cheated before. No.
0: Okay. So I'll confess that I've had an experience where i cheated, I guess you would say. I felt like me and the person was on, I I just didn't feel happy in the relationship at the time. And to me, we were kind of like on this break because it was like, you know how people just I'm done with you. I'm done with you. Mm-hmm. And then they really don't mean it, but <laughs> yeah. in your head, because you pissed off, you you like this time, I know you mean it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those times, and I was like, no, this person mean it this time. And so I was very vulnerable and ended up sleeping with someone else. And it went on for a little while. And ended up, of course, everything's gonna come to light. Wow. You can't hide. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it always wow. come out. It your grandma, your, your nana told you that a long time ago. Everything done in the dark comes to light. It comes oh. out like you just can't hide this stuff. Now either you can't hide it because you got a partner that's gonna dig and dig and dig until they find it, or you can't hide it because you got this other person, <laughs> <laughs> or you have this other person that you are with putting pressure on you to tell it. And then if you don't tell it, they gonna tell it. So now you gotta tell it. So it's like mm-hmm. it's gonna come out some yeah, kind of way. Some way. You know, of course, it ended up coming out. We ended up staying together in the relationship for years longer. You know, it didn't happen again. But and when it came out, you know, I confessed. I talked about it, and we moved. We were able to move on. Now, I'm much more mature. This was like Mm -hmm. early 20s. I'm much more mature now, of course. And that's not something that I would ever do. And especially because we have a type of relationship that's like, we talk about everything. Mm -hmm. You know, if I'm feeling antsy, I'm just saying if this ever was to happen. If I was to feel antsy and be like, babe, I'm just, you know, I think it's time for us to kind of explore something else. We can talk about that. We can figure out how we're going to explore that you know but mm-hmm. that's us everybody's like us you know everyone
1: aren't like us you have a great foundation and communication that's mm-hmm. definitely mm-hmm. what we know mo- all relationships oh. have to have and that's yeah. where a lot of things fall off because you don't have that communication and open okay. talks that's true yeah. that's true mm-hmm.
0: you gotta be able to talk about those things you gotta be able to say you know what, babe? I, you know, I'm not feeling sexually satisfied. I was kind of thinking, you know, I was kind of getting horny when I was looking yeah. at such and such the other day, you know, <laughs> said, <"Tru- laughs> Because if you don't, you're going to end up in a worse situation. So I might as well, well talk about it. And mm-hmm. and I think what me and my wife have done, we what we have done, we have established that from the beginning. Mm-hmm. We're going to communicate about our needs. And if we oh. feel like something else has to happen, then we talk about what that looks like. Okay. Does mm-hmm. that look like we do? Do we need to go explore a threesome or foursome swing, do something like that? Cause you, you know, <laughs> you know, or do I need to go put on another wig, be somebody else to you? <laughs> Girl,
1: don't be surprised if you see me with a different color next time.
0: <laughs> so it's like, you got to do what you got to do to keep mm-hmm. your relationship going, but you also have to communicate. Don't yes. you just go out there and cheat. Like if you feel like you gotta cheat at this point, you need to end your relationship.
1: Right, I uh-huh. you do. and I
0: feel like I don't like the excuse of it just happened because mm. nothing just happens. No, it's nope. always something that leads up to it. It's oh, we've been having these late night conversations. Or we've been mm-hmm. staying late after work together, working on a project, and we've been noticing all this chemistry. And then slowly but surely this, the conversation turned into something more sexual. Or now you're telling me all the issues of your relationship. And now I'm telling you all the issues. And now we're just becoming more and more intimate without sex because intimacy starts, you know, mm-hmm. by communicating mm-hmm. with each other, by making having a bond with each other. So you can have so when you build those intimate moments with someone you already know what is bound to happen in most cases. It doesn't happen all the time. But in right. most cases, you move on to the physical intimacy. Maybe it's holding hands or giving a long hug. Let me tell you, I have a situation. Real quick, We're going to wrap All right, arm. share, baby, share, share, share. <laughs> so when I was in right after I graduated college, yeah, college, graduated college, and I started working at this new job, and it was this girl. I just like this girl so much at the time. I just really liked her. And we have never had sex, None of that. But when I tell you, at the time, we had the most intimate relationship that you could think of because it's long hug. It's looking uh, deep in each other's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> breathing a little bit different. <laughs> I mean, late night conversations. Mm, and it wasn't uh-huh. sexual conversations. But it was just like, We built, we had so much intimacy and so much chemistry between each other. And even when we were single, we never let nothing happen between each other. But I'm just saying this to say that had we wanted to, it would have been so easy Mm
2: -hmm. to bring
0: on that sexual interaction with each other if we wanted to. So nothing, again, just happens Mm-hmm. You always have a way. It, it, everything is orchestrated in some kind of way. Whether you're mm-hmm. orchestrating it, to the other person, or y'all doing it together, then it ends up happening. Now y'all have right. sex. Now y'all in an affair. Now y'all saying you love each other. Now this person pregnant. You don't know what hell do. Right. found <laughs> I want you to get an abortion. Mm-hmm. You no.
1: Know? Then they so. ask. Oh, then they, then they crying. Oh, my life is all upside down. But you started you the domino. Do hmm.
2: Life is a series of choices, you know? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Make good ones and bad ones. And you have to live with those consequences. And mm-hmm. live
0: with them. Live with them. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're going to do a part two on this because I didn't get into being with another, like two spouses cheating right. on their spouse. I think this going to be such a good topic. So mm-hmm. I want to talk about that. And I want to talk about falling in love with somebody else. And how do you... Tell your partner you're love with someone else. So you want to be with someone else, just mm. like that Jasmine Sullivan's song when she was like, "I'm in love with someone else." Basically, she just started telling. <laughs> so I want to do a part two on this. Okay. Independent okay. will do a part two. righty. Any final thoughts before we wrap up?
1: I would say just remember that we are human. We make mistakes, mm-hmm. and as we get older, we mature, and that. It's our character Mm -hmm. at this point that we need to be protecting, right? Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) the character thing about why I wouldn't do it because I don't see that as who I am as a person. Mm -hmm. And I want someone to treat me with respect. And I'm Mm always trying to to do the same thing. It's just easier to just leave and go and do what you want to do, right? Mm
0: -hmm. Right. Live your truth. Because I tell people all the time, have you thought about being poly? Have you thought about, you know, talking about an open marriage? You know, it's other Mm -hmm. options. Mm -hmm. There's, Ethical non monogamy, and you could talk about that. So, mm-hmm. we'll talk about it next show. All right, guys, thank you for joining the Sex and Sensuality podcast where we speak what your dirty mind thinks. I hope you all have a happy new year, and we cannot wait to see you very soon. Good night. Good night. Good night. Happy night. New Year. Happy, happy New Year. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Sex and Sensuality the podcast.